Entrepreneur on Fire 1029. Stay in a state of gratitude, a state of open curiosity, and your life works. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own webinar? Text webinar course to 33444. That's webinar course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 10-day webinar course like a champ. Ignite. Working on a mobile app? Check out Braintree, a payment solution with every way to pay with one simple integration. Learn more and get your first 50 grand in transactions fee-free at braintreepayments.com slash fire. Fire Nation, ready to turn your big idea or best Instagram photos into a great book? Try Blurb's free book layout software. Visit blurb.com slash fire today. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dov Barron. Dov, are you prepared to ignite? I am indeed, sir. Yes. Dov was named by Inc. Magazine as one of the top 100 leadership speakers to hire. As the leading authority on authentic leadership, a.k.a. full Monty leadership, he works with leaders in creating teams that become fiercely loyal. All right, Dov, take a minute, fill in any blanks from that intro, and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. <laughs> Uh, a glimpse into my personal life is uh, I am one of the busiest people I know. <laughs> um, always got always got stuff going on. Always juggling lots of different things. Working with amazing people. I'm also a mentor. I get to work with high level people, high level entrepreneurs, uh, CEOs, athletes, etc., and mentor them to get through whatever it is that stops them from going to the next level. Because we all have blind spots. Don't matter how powerful and successful you are, get past those blind spots. Amazing things can happen. That's where all the magic happens. I love that, Dobbins. Let's just start here. You're at a networking party. Somebody strolls up to you and they say, Dov, what exactly do you do? How do you answer in 10 seconds? <laughs> in 10 seconds, I would say, okay, I'm a speaker, author, and I, str I share strategies that help people to bond their people to them. So they create fierce loyalty, lowering costs, and raising profits. I love that word, fierce. We don't use that word enough, and uh, I'm glad you're bringing it out here for sure. And Dov, what I want to talk about for the first story of Entrepreneur on Fire is you weren't always doing what you're doing right now. I mean, you've been doing it for 31 years, but what was that transition? What, what were you doing right before you started doing this? Tell us that story, that leap that you took. Um, I was in business again. I had other businesses I've actually, you know, how I started to become an entrepreneur was, the truth is, I was born in a ghetto in northern England in absolute poverty, abject poverty, saw poverty all around me and uh, really didn't like it. And, you know, Tony Robbins said years ago that if you want to be successful, look at successful people, see what they're doing and do what they're doing. Well, guess what? Those people weren't around where I grew up. And I just became fascinated with why people kept doing the same that didn't work out. I just was fascinated by that. And I began, that was my introduction into human psychology. And so I actually started my own business, my first actual business. I did odd jobs and stuff from being 11, but I actually started my first business at 16 years old. 
So I've always been entrepreneurial, and wherever I go, I'm always I'm always looking at oh that could be this, that could be that, and it's part of what I do with my clients, help them to see the blind spots about business that they can't see. It, it started with that poverty, that drive to make something better, and sick of listening people complain, piss, moan about bad bosses. Oh, why don't you do it yourself? And that's exactly what I did. So, Dov, you've been doing this for a long time now, and you've definitely created a number of revenue streams. But share with Fire Nation specifically, what are the ways that you bring dollars in the door today? That's a great question, by the way. So, this, um, and I'll tell you why it's a great question, because the truth is that um, many of us grew up in a world where we went out and got a job and got paid. And so, we have this mentality that, you know, you're supposed to have a single flow of income and that just doesn't work anymore. And, and I'm so, and I'm really grateful to be on the show because the people who are listening to it are entrepreneurs and I applaud you because it means you realize that you have to have multiple flow of income. So I get paid as a speaker. I'm, a, as you said, I'm highly rated speaker. So I get paid a very decent amount to do that. I get paid as a trainer. I go in and work with leadership teams and train them. That's a different uh, stream of income again. Uh, I'm an author. I have seven books. That's a stream of income. Uh, I have a podcast. Um, I do uh, one-on-one mentoring. I, so all these different things are streams of income. And now, of course, I'm starting to monetize my YouTube channel, which I've only really started to kick up, although I've had it for many years. I've really started to kick it up in the last year to make that a, uh, a revenue stream as well. And I, you know, I think it's a great question because I think everybody who's listening has to get that. You have to get that you can't rely on a single flow. And the reason is because we are in the most amazing time of change. And whatever it is you get attached to, it's going to change. It's going to shift. When I started speaking 31 years ago, if you wanted to see me, you paid money to come to a venue and to hear me speak for an hour. Now you go online, you watch me in a Google Hangout, it doesn't cost you anything. If I'm reliant upon that income flow, I'm dead in the water. I've got to have multiple flows. So it's a great question, and it's a great point that each one of the listeners really has to grasp. Thank you for asking it. Yeah, well, it's a great answer because let's be honest, we as entrepreneurs need to diversify our revenue models. We never know when one's going to dry up. Just like you said, you know, if you only relied on speaking and then all of a sudden, you know, it's like Google Hangouts where everybody can watch anybody for free. That's, that's a problem, Fire Nation. And so remember, you are obligated as an entrepreneur to continuously be opening up new revenue streams so that you can continue producing great content and great value, period. This was a hard lesson for me because remember, I've been doing this a long time. So I'm, I'm in the world before the internet. And, and so there was, the, you know, I always felt bad about delivering information more than one way and making people to pay for it. But it, it was a friend of mine who said, why don't you why don't you put this in a book? And I was like, oh no, you know, then they won't come to the workshops. And then somebody else said, why don't you do a DVD? Oh no, people won't come to the workshops. And somebody else said, why don't you put a video? Oh no, like forget it. Here's what I learned. People learn in multiple different ways. If you can offer your service in a multiple different outlets, here's a, here's a, I'll give you a simple clue. I own books where I've read the book. When the author came to town, I saw the author speak, who spoke about exactly the same thing as in the book. There was no difference. I took a workshop with the, with the speaker who just went more in depth with the stuff that was in the book, and I probably bought the DVD set. I'm probably on their website as a member. I'm paid the money in five different streams, and I don't have any problem with it. I'm actually good with it because different venues, ways of me getting that information are helpful to me. 
So remember that when you're thinking about what it is you're delivering, how else can I deliver this? What's another way people would want to consume what it is that I offer? Dov, you have a great way of bringing stories to life. And I want you to do that right now. When you're sharing with us, the listeners, Fire Nation, your worst entrepreneurial moment. So take us to that moment. Tell us that story. I have two. Okay. (laughs) The first one is this, is that, um, as I said, I had businesses all over and I had this, I had this phenomenal business in, in Western Australia, which is where I lived before I moved to Canada. Uh, was very successful, actually owned hair salons. And uh, my business partner and I, we built this up from nothing. We were doing great. And this is in 1983, 1984. Um, and I went to him because I'd been studying the things I studied, which was psychology and leadership and quantum physics and metaphysics, all these different things. And I just got to a place where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't be in this business anymore. I have to do what I'm passionate about. I've got to do this. Now, at that time, 1984, I was making $2,000 a week. Now, $2,000 a week was cash in hand. Now, if you think about that, just so you can make sense of it, money doubles every decade in value. So that would mean by 94, that would be 4,000. By 2004, that would be 8,000. By 2014, that would be like 16 grand a week in your pocket. Sign me up. Exactly. Who's not signing up for that, right? (laughs) And I said, I'm done. And my business partner said, no, you can't. I said, I got to go do this. I got to go on tour. I got to start speaking. I got to start teaching this, you know, I'm on fire with this. This is what I do. This is my passion. This is what I got to do. And he's like, listen, work one week a month and I'll still split everything with you. I really want you here. Love you being part of the business. I will split the profits 50-50 down the middle. You just have to do one week a year. I was an idiot. I burned the bridge. That was a really bad entrepreneurial moment. Never burn the bridge until you've built the other side. So it was okay to burn the bridge, but make sure you've built the other side. That was my first worst entrepreneurial moment is I let my passion get away in the way of the, the sense. I'm all about passion. Live your passion. Be on fire. But at the same time, um, get your tool company ready. Um, you may have heard of the Hughes Tool Company, Howard Hughes. You've heard of him. Very famous businessman. He did all kinds of things, made movies, did all kinds of things. But he never sold the Hughes Tool Company because that was where the money came from. Keep the place that it comes from. The second one was in June 1990. Uh, by then, I'd already been speaking for six years. I traveled all over Australia and Canada. I was speaking very popular TV, radio, newspapers, having all these great times. And I was exhausted. I came back from a tour a second time in Chicago in a couple of weeks. Came back to Vancouver. And I was exhausted. I went away to get it just a couple of days with a buddy of mine to get a bit of a break and went up to a place by Whistler in British Columbia, which you may know from the Winter Olympics. Oh, yeah. And we did this great hike behind a waterfall, you know, fighting this waterfall with all this amazing spray coming off it. It's just like we're dressed very casual runners and shorts and a T-shirt. And you've got to fight this 70-mile-an-hour wind that is coming off this, this waterfall. But there's a space behind it. It's like two or three feet, and you squeeze behind it. And it's so adrenaline. I mean, it's such massive amount of negative ions that fill you with everything you need that's so positive. I mean, I stood behind there and I'm like, yeah. By the time we came <laughs> out, I felt like Superman. My mate comes out and we'll, I, we we slide, climb over the, the rocks, 
and I say, forget the hike. Let's 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 free climb. Now I was a free climber, meaning I was an adrenaline junkie, meaning I was an idiot. <laughs> Climbed without <laughs> ropes. I did all kinds of crazy adrenaline stuff. So we began to climb, and at about halfway up, I said something prophetic to my friend, which I should have listened to. He was behind me, and I realized he was catching the the rubble as I was climbing. And I said, you don't have to come this way. This is the hard way. That was a lesson I should have learned as an entrepreneur. (laughs) I always took the hard way. It was a dumb thing to do. At 120 feet, about 12 stories, if you want to imagine what that is, I reached for a rock that dislodged a bigger rock, hit me in the face, bam, and knocked me down 12 stories onto solid rock below. Not onto gravel, not onto grass, but onto boulders. It smashed me to pieces. I was taken back to being nothing. I had to start again at every possible level. Emotional, mental, financial, spiritual, you name it. It was all destroyed. That was a very painful moment in my life. And of course, took away everything that was my career. Again, if I'd have had passive income, which I didn't at the time, that wouldn't have been a problem. The money would have still come in. That's why you have to diversify. The one revenue stream was dried up. And Dov, besides that takeaway about diversifying income, in just mm-hmm. one sentence too, I want to really challenge you here, just in one yep. sentence, what do you want to make sure that Fire Nation gets from that tough time in your life? The one thing I want you to get from that is whatever you think is permanent isn't. Nothing is permanent. Be grateful for everything you have and understand it can be gone in any moment. Stay in a state of gratitude, a state of open curiosity, and your life works. Wow. Wow. Stay in a state of gratitude. I just love that singular phrase right there. If we can just just absorb that fire nation, things things change for the better. So, Dov, another story. This one's going to be an aha moment. Now, my friend, you're having aha moments all the time. You probably had an aha moment for breakfast literally today. <laughs> but what I want you to do is this. like, Think back to one aha moment, one epiphany that you've had that you know is going to make a great story for our listeners. And tell us the story of that light bulb going on and then what you did to turn that aha moment into success. In, I moved to Canada in 1988 and made some good friends pretty quick. And uh, within a probably a month or two, I was hanging out with these people who were saying, you've got to see this guy, Tony Robbins. I'm like, who the hell's Tony Robbins? Never heard of him. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you've got to see him. And I said, why do I have to see him? Because he says the things that you say. We're like, really? And they go, yeah, you've got to see him. So we show up and we have to go to Seattle. So we go to Seattle. We're at this event, Tony Robbins event. And of course, back in those days, it was a lot smaller than it would be anything today. And we sat there and they sat on either side of me and my ribs were getting bruised because they kept both nudging me with their elbows. <laughs> See, that's what you say. See, that's what you say. <laughs> and I was pretty frustrated with all these elbows going in my, in my sides. And Tony graciously said, if you want to speak to me at the end, I'll hang around. And people did. And probably about 25 people hung around and I made sure I was last. I wanted to be last. I didn't want to feel the pressure of somebody breathing down my neck, so I waited. And I waited and I waited, and finally I got up to Tony, and he said, how was the event for you? I said, it was awesome. He said to me, how do you feel? And I said, pissed off. And he said, really? I mean, you could see it was not the response he wanted. He said, really? Why? I said, 
Now, remember, this is back in 88. He said, he said, why? I said, because I'm at least as good as you are, and I'm standing here in a second-hand jacket, and you made $11 million last year. Oh. And you know what Tony did? <laughs> I would love By the to way, hear. I've met Tony on many occasions since then, and I still think he's an awesome guy. Um, what he did was he put a big smile on his face. He said, you know the seat you sat in? I said, yeah. He said, do you think I put it out? I said, no. He said, the ticket, do you think I ran it to the printer? I said, no. He goes, the, the slides that were up there, you think I did those? I go, probably not. And he said, so who's on your team? And I said, I don't play soccer anymore. <sighs> and he said, you'll never make it without a team. You've got to have a team. He said, I didn't do those things because I have a great team. The reason I made 11 million and you didn't is because I have a team. That was a profound insight for me. It only took me about 10 years to get it. Light bulb, Fire Nation. I hope you're having them left and right. And it's such a reality this day and age. All we have is time. All we have is now the ability to leverage and scale that time if we build the right team around us. And Dov, you have a lot of strengths. We're going to talk about one in a second, but just real quick, in about 30 seconds or less, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness would be that I, when I'm doing something that, that I think is the right thing to do, I tend to do it far longer than is necessary, meaning um, if it's not, I, I let it go longer than it's proved. So I, if we do this, we should get that, but we're not getting it, so we'll do it a bit longer. I tend to do that a little too long, and that's one of the reasons that I have to – I totally believe in having mentors and guides, and you know, I'm at the top of my game – and I want people to keep me at the top of my game so I have mentors to help me do that. <laughs> that's definitely my weakness. What's your biggest strength? My biggest strength, that's easy. My biggest strength is relationships. What I understand is it's very simple. Entrepreneurship, business, it's relationship. It's nothing else. It's relationship. If you don't believe me, take a look around. I know that you, as a listener right now, know people who are not as smart as you, who do not have as many good ideas as you, whose product is not as good as yours, who are making way more money than you are, because of their relationships. It's all about relationships. And that's my strength. I'm always about relationships. I want to not just know you. I want to know about you. I want to know what you're passionate about. That's what you need to do. Find out about people. Love that. Now, Dov, you have a lot of things right now that you're rightfully so fired up about. But if you just had to choose one, what is the one thing that has you most excited above everything else? The thing that always has me most excited, and that's that's having people break through their blind spot, having them not just see it. Cause honestly, you know, you talked about our moments. I really don't care about our moments. I, I had a, I had a public seminar company for decades and I saw thousands of people have our moments and then right. go back to the same old over and over again. Our moments don't matter. What you need is effort moments. That moment where you go, I cannot stand this anymore. It has to change. When I, get to, when I get to have somebody see that, get to that clarity and have an effort moment, that's it. Everything's changing. That for me is like, wow, that's so awesome, so amazing because I know that person is now going to do things they never even dreamed of. Love that. And that's the truth, Fire Nation. We can all have aha moments all day long. We can have these breakthroughs and these ideas. 
who's putting things into action? Who's listening right now and taking notes and then actually t- putting those notes into action to create something special? That's the gauntlet that's been thrown down here by Dov today. And we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. A custom book can do a lot of things. It can highlight your expertise, it can showcase your best work, and it can give you an opportunity to profit from your smarts. This is where Blurb comes in. As a leading self-publishing platform, it's never been easier for you to take your best ideas and turn them into bookstore quality books and professional eBooks. Choose from Blurb's free book creation tools that allow you to drag and drop images and import Word docs into custom layouts. You can even create a print book and eBook at the same time. Plus, if you already have your book project in PDF format, you can easily upload it and order. Print one book at a time with print on demand or print in volume with offset for deeper discounts and a lower per unit cost. Ideal if you're looking to sell your books in the Blurb bookstore or on amazon.com. To learn more about how Blurb can help you turn your book into reality, visit blurb.com slash fire. That's blurb.com slash fire. If you're a mobile app developer, check out Braintree. Braintree is the payment solution used by companies like Uber, Airbnb, Hotel Tonight, Living Social, and Munchery. Braintree has made the payment experiences in these apps seamless and magical. And now you can add a similar experience to your own app. With excellent customer service and simple integration, Braintree gets you ready to receive payments quickly. And Braintree's continuous support plus fast payouts means you'll be prepared as your company grows from your first dollar to your billionth. Braintree is helping solve the problem of mobile card abandonment by offering a best-in-class mobile checkout experience. Check it out for yourself. Braintree gives you a full-stack payment solution and support for all payment types your customers might want. Start accepting PayPal, Apple Pay, Bitcoin, Venmo, cards, and more, all with a single integration across all platforms. Braintree also offers superior fraud protection, customer service, and fast payouts. To learn more and for your first $50,000 in transaction fees free, go to braintreepayments.com slash Fire. Dov, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am, mate. Ready to go. I've got my shorts on, my boxing gloves, I'm ready to go. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? As I said, I've, been, I've always been an entrepreneur, so, but I think what held me, held me back was the conditioning inside of my coconut. Same of all of us. The belief that I'm not good enough. Is the, I think that's the most common belief in all of us. We're not good enough. And guess what? You are. So it's the same thing that still holds me back. It's the thing that I constantly battle with, just like all of us do. Reminding myself that I'm good enough and what I've got is is highly valuable and people want it. And live in a constant state of gratitude. Love that. That's it. What's the best advice you've ever received? Tony Robbins, get a team. Get a team. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I think there are several. For me, it's that I take care of my body, my mind, and my emotions. So I work out. I've been a weightlifter for 40-plus years. Um, I uh, am habitually curious. I think it's incredibly important. It's one of the things we forget to do. I'm habitually curious. I want to know. I want to know more about you, about what it is you do. Um, I'm always learning. And the other habit is that I always have mentors. I always have people to guide me. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Well, what you just said, one of them, Evernote. I love Evernote. I think Evernote is, is the gift to the disorganized. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me, man. I'm telling you, it, it, it saved my ass so many times. 
because I'm the guy with 50 tabs open on my on my on my browser. Evernote is a lifesaver. The other thing I love is Buzzfeeder. I love that because I used to spend way too much on so time on social media. Now I can load all those things up on on Buzzfeeder, get them all put out in advance, and I can get my my tweets, my Facebook, my LinkedIn, all that, and that saves me a ton of time. Time is money. Time is highly valuable. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? You know, I really, really, really thought about that. And um, I can't name one, so I'm going to fire off a few. But okay. I, I, won't, I won't talk about them too much. Um, I would say Built to Last, Jim Collins, because he teaches you that the most successful companies that last are purpose-driven. Uh, becoming a Category of One, Joe Calloway, which is about the point of differentiation and what it takes to really be different. Um, as my personal Bible is The Prophet by Khalil Gibran because I think we all need a personal Bible to help us stay the course of our lives. And, you know, I have to say it, but there's a book called Fiercely Loyal by some guy by the name of, uh, what's his name? Oh, Dove Baron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I recommend it because it talks about these things. It talks about bonding people, talks about the importance of relationship, talks about being purpose-driven, and it talks about honoring people and knowing how to do that to bond people because it's all about relationships. So those would be the ones. Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with audiobooks, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com, and Dov is fiercely loyal in the audiobook slash audible store? It's not yet, no. Come, I mean, as a podcaster, that is inexcusable. <laughs> inexcusable. You can record that in a couple hours, my friend. Get it rocking. <laughs> I, I, will, I, will, uh, I will highly consider that upon your advice, John. I am publicly shaming you right now. <laughs> okay, I have to live with that. Thank you. I love it. So, Dov, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? First of all, I'd spend the first day designing, writing down, designing what it is that I want to do, um, picking out a focus and a goal. Next part of that day, uh, no, first day I would actually look at my own strengths and what it is that I have to offer. Second day is what I just said, is picking the focus, getting clear on what it is that I need. Day three, go on Fiverr and find as many people as I can, as cheap as I possibly can. Great resource, Fiverr, uh, Fiverr.com. Find as many people as I can to do those things for me um, because I don't need to know them. Start putting things in action and then as part of that, go and use some of that money, not much because it doesn't take much, set up a podcast and begin broadcasting in line with the things that I found out were my strengths and my focus, aim towards that, bring in the, uh, those, start building that team uh, originally out of Fiverr and then build relationships through the podcast and through blog posts and start talking to people and asking them if they want to participate. Being, I would be inclusive not exclusive. I would find ways to bring people in, make my dream, my my goal, my passion part of their goal, their dream, their passion, so that we're all on the same page and actually just drive hard on the purpose of why we're doing it. People are highly driven by purpose. Find yours and tie that to your customer's purpose and they will they will love you and they will give you their money happily. Dov, you are a man after my own heart, brother. And I want to end today on fire. 
So share one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Uh, best way to find me is go to fullmontyleadership.com, just like the movie Full Monty, fullmontyleadership.com. Uh, there you can find out all kinds of things about me, including my blog, um, uh, of course, the podcasts are there, which is the Leadership and Loyalty podcast. Of course, I'm on iTunes, I'm on YouTube, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. all the usual places you can certainly find me. Reach out to me. If you want to reach out to me personally um, with the, uh, the potential of me working with you, you can find me at my email, just simple, dov at dovbaron.com. So dov at dovbaron.com. Really, I want to finish by saying this. First of all, thank you. Thank you for your time. And thank you more time. There's one thing more valuable than time, and that's engagement. We all know that engagement is at an all-time low. So for your attention and your engagement, I hope you took notes. I hope you use some of this stuff. I'd love to hear from you how you are using it. But the parting piece I want to give you is this. It's all about relationships. Stay in a constant state of gratitude. And most of all, stay curious, my friend. Stay curious. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Dov, B, and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type Dov, D-O-V, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about, his multitude of books, resources, recommendations, of course, go straight to his website, Full montyleadership.com. Check out his podcast, Leadership and Loyalty, and email this guy directly. I mean, who would not take advantage of a direct email given on Entrepreneur on Fire, D-O-V at dovbaron.com. That's D-O-V-Baron, B-A-R-O-N.com. It'll all be linked up on the show notes page. And Dov, brother, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, sir. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you subscribed to the Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EOFIRE to 33444 and you'll get gifts, resources, and value bombs galore. Have an inspired day and ignites.